What's up, friends? It's Haley, aka Bird, and you are tuning in to the Give Them the Bird podcast. This podcast is all about challenging what it means to be healthy and fit. It's about celebrating sustainable behavior change and non-scale victories. And most importantly, it's about giving the bird to the diet industry and societal expectations of body size. Why? Well, because at the end of the day, you have an entire life to live that does not require your body look a certain way. Thanks for tuning in. Now let's give them the bird. Hello and welcome to season two of GTB. It feels so freaking good to finally say that. Um, I have recorded several episodes leading up to this one, but this one just feels really good. It feels so good to be back behind the mic and I... Season two feels very aligned for me. Um, So I just want to say hello to all of you. Welcome back. Um, Thank you for continuing on this weird ass ride and journey and fun time with me. If you're new here, welcome. You're in such good company. Um, We're a fun group of people here. And I say that even though I'm the the only person, I'm the only bird, (laughs) but I have just taken some time to really reflect on the amazing community that is GTB. Like, we are small, but we are mighty. Um, And I think that if you are, you know, a new listener, you will love it. You will love it here. (laughs) So I wanted to use this episode kind of as a kickoff to season two. I want to tell you all about what's to come in season two, but I also want to catch you up on life and I want to catch up on your life as well. So definitely be on the lookout for a coffee chat here soon. Um, So many of you, if you've been around for a bit, you know that Season two was unplanned, I should say, or a break from season one was somewhat unplanned. Uh, We were going strong and steady. And then like episode 27, 28, I uh, publicized my burnout. (laughs) I had been feeling burnout like, I don't know, like episode 20. I was just like hitting a roadblock. Um... I definitely still enjoyed interviewing guests and like reaching out to guests and engaging with guests and everything, but I was so sick of the whole social media game. I was so sick of editing and uploading podcasts and like trying to be, find like catchy titles and all of that. Um, And then I think it was episode 28, I, or in between 27 and 28, I skipped a week. I was like, fuck it you know what, I don't feel like doing this right now. It doesn't feel right. So I'm going to pause and I'll be back next week. Um, And then we posted episodes 29 and 30, uh, which were amazing interviews. And then I was like, wait a second. I don't feel like doing this anymore. (laughs) And I knew that it wasn't like anymore ever, but I, I very clearly needed a break. I was burnt out from doing this and this is something that I really enjoy doing and I love. So uh, I took a break from season one or I guess should say I took a break after episode 30 and then I was like, oh, wait a second. I can implement seasons. That's why people do seasons. (laughs) That's why one man, one woman, one person shows do seasons for podcasts. It totally makes sense now. Um, it is it is a lot of work, and uh, this season I'm hoping to simplify a lot of things. Um, I don't think that listeners, you all are really going to be able to notice a ton, um, but it's more so for myself 
This, as you all probably know, is a fun side gig that I do. It's an opportunity for me to um, help educate, help spread awareness and advocate for things like health at every size and a weight neutral non-diet approach to health and well-being. Um, But I do also have a full-time job. And uh, I think during the, uh, I mean, we're still in a pandemic, but when I was full-time working from home, it felt more doable because I was literally only at my desk for, from eight to five. You know, I wasn't driving to work. Um, I was able to move over my lunch breaks, but now that I am back in the office, primarily full-time, uh, I have to drive to my office. It's, I really like, I don't have a ton of time in my schedule. So, um, Simplifying, and which actually that is kind of going to be my word for 2022, I think, is the word simplify, like simple for many reasons, but uh, I'm going to apply it to the podcast as well. So things are going to be simplified for me, myself, and I, and I'm really excited about that. Um, Other things that have been going on in this uh, downtime that I've had, um... Well, I guess this wasn't, this didn't happen during downtime, but I got engaged, woohoo, in July. It feels like it just happened, but July was like a long time ago. Holy cannoli. So Tyler, uh, Tyler proposed in July, and so we are planning a dang wedding. And um, I'm definitely going to do a wedding episode, um, but the whole process has been going really freaking smooth, and I'm, I'm grateful that... I paused the podcast when I did because um, I just feel like that would have that would have felt like a lot to me, even though I have been I've made the the wedding planning process has been so smooth and simple and easy. But I think if I had done that and tried to continue doing the podcast, like I just wasn't in the right headspace. So I'm very excited for that. Uh, we are getting married on May 13th. 2022, which is Friday the 13th. Yep, sure is. Um, We're really excited. It's going to be a small little shindig, um, semi-non-traditional, but yeah, we're we're really pumped for it. So that's that's been a thing that's happening. Um, I definitely want to do a podcast episode on the process or just my feelings about it. Maybe I'll bring a guest on too because I'm definitely having some some of those body size uh, feels are re-emerging that I haven't felt in a long time. Um, so, you know, related to wedding dress and just I feel like wedding in general, I, obviously we have an entire episode on this, uh, anti-wedding bod, but just the whole bride and wedding kind of go together and uh, we think about body size when it comes to it. I just think it's like a, a natural societal thing culturally. That's that's what we think about is the bride being thin, losing weight, doing these really restrictive diets in order to look her best on her wedding day. So uh, not shaming myself for that, recognizing that it's happening, but I definitely want to do an updated episode on that. So something to look forward to in this season. Um, other things that have been going on, very excited to announce that I'm officially a certified intuitive eating counselor. Woohoo! So I've we talked about intuitive eating on like I feel like nearly every episode of season one for a good reason because it's the it's it's good shit. But I I always was like very cautious about talking too much about it because I wasn't certified yet. Like I 
one thing I love about myself, I mean, I love a lot of things about myself, shouldn't we all? One thing I really pride myself on, though, is practicing within my scope. So I, prior to be get, getting my certification as an intuitive eating counselor, I was a certified personal trainer. I'm a certified health and wellness coach. I have certifications in mindfulness. I'm a certified health education specialist. But I wasn't a certified intuitive eating counselor. So I just felt like I wanted to tread lightly around that. Um, and I'm glad that I did because there's a lot more that goes into getting certified than I think a lot of people realize. For one, just the depth of the knowledge and, um, or I should say maybe like how thorough the information is about intuitive eating. It's still amazing to me that some people talk about intuitive eating or help people with intuitive eating and they don't even realize that there's like a process to do it. They don't even realize there's 10 principles to intuitive eating. And uh, just being able to work through that process, learn a little bit more, uh, Evelyn Triboli, one of the co-founders of Intuitive Eating, emailed us like literally probably 50 plus, probably more than that, research articles on things related to intuitive eating and body size and weight and all of this. Um, and I haven't, I've, I haven't even gotten through like a quarter of them. There's so many of them, but I think having that knowledge and just being able to really immerse myself in that process was really helpful. And again, taking a break from the podcast allowed me to spend more time doing it, even though um, I did get certified as part of my job. My, my job actually paid for it. I cannot share how grateful I am for that. But I did a lot of work on this side to help get myself ready um, I think like reading books or spending time diving into the research and all of that. So if I had been still doing the podcast and continuing on with season one, I don't think I would have been able to fully immerse myself um, in the, the the criteria in the curriculum for the intuitive eating certification. But that is new. I'm officially, I can add C-I-E-C to the end of my name. I have so many no letters at the end of my name. Uh, I think I talked about this before or maybe not, but because I have a bachelor's and I didn't go on to get my master's like I had planned, I feel like I just, it's kind of like I, um, an imposter syndrome or pride thing, I feel like I have to continue racking up certifications in order to show that I'm qualified since I don't have a master's, which is complete bullshit. <laughs> complete bullshit. But um, anywho, adding those four letters to the end of my name, and I'm pumped about it. Um, other kind of things, like personal things that have popped up since the ending of season one, I have started go going to a group fitness group training gym I don't know how to explain it like the classes are group classes they're led and um I had been wanting to do this for a while because I had just noticed that I was not enjoying I was not looking forward to exercise like I've mentioned it before in the podcast we have a gym here um, we have two garages and one is like basically a full crossfit gym um, we're very extra <laughs> we go all in everything we do we do it like 130 percent but anywho during the pandemic like the when i when everybody was at home during quarantine i should say um or social distancing whatever i did not i just was not feeling like working out and I was very on and off with it. I tried to do like kettlebells in my living room and tried to pick up jogging to get outside and all these things. But like I hadn't been able to get back on this regular schedule. And obviously there are so freaking many benefits to regular movement and structured exercise. Um, 
And for me personally, a lot of it is like anxiety management, managing my mental health. And so um, I just kind of realized like, you know what? I am willing to pay a little bit to go to a group training studio. I don't even know what to call it. It's a gym. I don't want to call it a studio. That makes it sound really bougie. Um, but this, I'm, I'm willing to pay to go to a gym for someone to write my workouts. But of course, there was a caveat there. I had to be sure that it was a weight neutral place to go for my own mental well-being and because um, I'm not about to pay $100 a month to go to a gym that promotes weight loss or um, diet culture. Like I'm I'm just, I, I can't, I'm beyond that. I can't do it anymore. So uh, I, I found one, a local gym. It's like on my way to work. It's amazing. I'm still going there. I think I started going maybe back in October. Yeah, October. So I've been going there a few months now. Um, I love it. There's no mention of weight loss. It's not that they don't help people with weight loss. Like they don't market that necessarily. But um, there's just not like a massive focus on it. So I, I really love it there. The coaches are extremely qualified and it's fun. That shit is fun. Like I look forward to going. I feel so much better when I go. So, um, and I think my, my point with sharing that is that I'm really finding the gray area in health and fitness again. Um, I feel like when I started the podcast back in, was it July of 2020 ish? that I was, I started it with the intention of really highlighting the gray area and um, finding the middle ground between, you know, the two extremes that we commonly see in conventional um, or, you know, in health and wellness, right? One extreme being the oftentimes disordered, very strict, rigid, disciplined, etc. And the other side being kind of this like fuck it all mentality where um, I don't give a shit about how, how often I, if I move my body or how often I do. I don't really care about what food I eat, et cetera, et cetera. And I really wanted to highlight the middle ground. Um, and I think when I first started, like I was there, loved it, thriving. But as I got, um, I want to say pulled into anti-diet culture or like the anti-diet space. But I also just like kind of dove in headfirst. I found myself really swimming more towards um the latter extreme the fuck it all mentality and um I've learned that I needed to do that in order to get where I am today but um I think that it definitely rubbed off on the podcast a little bit and that's fine because again I don't think it was harmful necessarily to um, be in that place for me personally I needed to and I know that a lot of you listeners May, might still be in that place and, and that's what you needed to hear at the time. Um, but now I'm really like making my way back to the middle ground, to the gray area with health and fitness and I'm really excited to be here. Um, more to come about what that means but um, for me it really just means, you know, finding, um, yeah, finding a middle ground, recognizing that not everything has to be black or white. Not everything has to fall into one bucket or the other that we can go for a run and we can still be weight neutral and non-diet or we can educate ourselves about macro 
macros, macronutrients, and still be non-diet and weight neutral. Um, that we can spend money to go to a group training studio and still be non-diet and weight neutral, right? And those are all things that in the past, um, I wouldn't say that would be weight neutral or non-diet. So more to come on that, but I'm really excited to be in the place that I am with health and fitness. I'm, I'm really excited about um, what's to come for my own personal like health and fitness journey and progress, but also how it can influence and benefit the information that we share on this podcast as well. So that has been what I've been up to. Um, and now let's take it to the future. Let's look into season two. I know that's why you're here. Um, I know you're really excited about what's to come. At least I hope you are. Um, but in, in if we recap season one, I really focused on like diving into um, and all things anti-diet, right? I interviewed non-diet dietitians, mental health practitioners, weight neutral strength coaches, um, even like quote unquote regular folks just looking to break the cycle of dieting. And it was fucking magical. And I think the whole point of it was to highlight the harm of dieting. And I wholeheartedly cross my heart, hope to die, believe that dieting is harmful. Absolutely. And um, I, my mission really was to help people understand that there's another way to look at their health and well-being. And, but... I should say, but, <laughs> but in order to be able to look at our health and well-being in a different way, we have to acknowledge that dieting is harmful, diets don't work, and that there's another way to go about it. And now, um, I feel like we're at this point, or or maybe we're not all there, but um, I'm at this point where I don't feel, you know, like chained to a scale. I don't feel obsessed with food. I don't feel like I'm vying for the highest calorie burn with exercise. And it's, I've realized that I have time for so much other shit. I have time to prioritize other areas of my well-being that uh, quite honestly matter more a lot of times than diet and exercise. So some of these things uh, that come into play are thinking about, you know, our environmental health, our occupational health, our financial health, our spiritual health, our social health, our gut health, right? Like all of these things that when we are so focused on the number on the scale, what we're putting in our in our bodies in terms of food, how much, how many calories we're burning um, while we're running on a treadmill, we don't have time to think about these other aspects of our health and well-being. We do not have time to think about health and well-being beyond diet and exercise, beyond food and movement. And that's what we're going to be doing in season two. We're going to take a look at all these other areas of our life. We are going to dive into all of it all, but don't worry. We will still be doing that all through a weight-neutral lens or a weight-neutral approach. Um, so for some more details, what can you expect? We're going to be talking to... Um, PTs about pelvic floor health, um, an intimacy coach about relationships and sex. Woo! Very excited about this one. It's going to be coming out on Valentine's Day. Fucking fitting, right? Um, we're talking to financial coaches or and financial advisors. Um, I'm talking to my BFF, shout out, E-Dog, Erin Copeland. Um, we're going to be talking all about, um, with her, about starting a new side gig. We're going to bring on non-diet dietitians to talk about gut health and, um, you know, the basics of nutrition, gentle nutrition, 
Um, there are so many things that we're going to be diving into. And I feel like once we get through season one and we've given ourselves that space to challenge diet culture, to recognize that dieting is harmful, um, we have space to think about all these other areas of our health and well-being. And so I'm very excited to be diving into those. I will also still be doing regularly scheduled solo episodes. So I'll be talking about things like mindfulness and um, how ego can help us and or harm us in the gym. We'll be talking about behavior change, um, wedding shit, right? Like I'm probably going to have an episode on that. So so many exciting things to come. I think what you can expect from season two is just more variety, um, which is great. And just kind of switching things up a little bit from season one, which personally I really need because again, like I need more of this gray area, health and fitness in my life. And I'm really hoping that season two can provide that. Um, other things to look out for. I will be posting episodes every week, so you get to hear from myself and some amazing guests every single week, and um, I will also be uploading them to YouTube, so you will have video that you can watch as well. Maybe you're already watching me on video now. Um, another thing, um, GTB Coffee Chats, they are coming back. Um, if you aren't familiar with what GTB Coffee Chats are, they're basically just morning Zoom sessions with whoever wants to hop on and join where we talk about a specific topic related to like non-diet, um, weight neutral approaches to health and well-being. So um, we've talked in the past about summertime and how we're feeling about summertime coming up in regards to like summer bodies. Um, we've also talked about, we've had like social media rants where we just like fucking rant about the shit we're seeing on social media and some of the harmful challenges that we're seeing. Um, other things that you might be hearing about are, you know, New Year's resolutions or um, how we're feeling about the change in the seasons or mentally how we're feeling. How has our relationship with food been? All of those things. Um, and typically I pick out a specific topic that we'll be chatting about ahead of time, but it's super freaking casual. Um, just a chance to literally hop on Zoom and connect with other people who are doing their th the same thing as you. They are working their way through this non-diet journey and really trying to heal their relationship with food and movement and their bodies. And I think connecting with other people and finding a community to do that with, I mean, regardless of what behavior you're trying to accomplish, finding community and accountability and sharing your feels is super freaking important. So um, be on the lookout for those. I will also, in addition to not only offering more coffee chats, um, I'm thinking that I'm going to be recording those and then using them as podcast episodes as well. I think it will depend um, on potentially on the topic and just how everybody feels about that. Like I'm I want to give everyone space to decide if they want it to be recorded or not. Um, it is absolutely a safe space to share how you're feeling. But if you don't want that to be broadcasted to um, the audience, <laughs> absolutely, I want to honor that. And I still want you to be able to show up and find a sense of community without having to worry about your experience being blasted to the universe. <laughs> Even though I will say the podcast is still a little tiny baby. <laughs> it's not like we have thousands and thousands of, of listeners, but still I want to respect that. But that's really exciting. So more time to connect with one another and the opportunity to be heard on GTB, like the podcast. How cool. Um, other than that, uh, I'm very excited. If you can't tell, 
Um, I don't really have a script for today also, if you can, if you can tell that because I'm all the fuck over the place, but so many exciting things to come in season two. Again, I think this like fresh mindset is what I'm most excited for because it's going to allow me, I think, to learn a a lot more, like learn about new topics that I am interested in, but didn't have the opportunity or didn't give myself the opportunity to learn about in the last year because I was so focused on healing my relationship with with food and movement in my body. Um, But I think, again, being able to connect it all back to a weight neutral approach, like how does finances, how does that relate to, you know, a non-diet mentality? Or um, tell me more about relationships and sex and how that impacts, you know, our body image or, that sort of thing, how we feel about our ourselves. So I'm really excited for that kind of fresh look, um, fresh podcast guests and interviews. Very excited that it's going to be weekly um, and that we're going to have more GTB coffee chats because that's one thing I, I really, really missed about taking a break was not connecting with as many of you as I normally did. Um, while it was a freak amazing to pause social media for a long while in the podcast. I, I did miss the, the connection. Um, if you follow me on Instagram, or I should say if you don't, you should. <laughs> but if you do already follow me, you know that in the past I've done a lot of reels and educational tidbits. Um, some of that will be dialing down a bit, I will say, um, only because, again, I'm simplifying. I am simplifying the podcast, making it easier for myself Um, and making it more enjoyable for me. And I think that will really be translated on the podcast um, with what you hear and um, how I show up. So, so many exciting things. I wish you all, I wish this was a coffee chat now so I could like see your reactions and see like virtual high fives, but um, obviously it's not. However, after listening to this episode, I would love to hear your thoughts about all things GTB to come in season two. I want to know what you're excited about, what you want to hear about, who you want to hear from, and any ideas or thoughts that are popping up in your mind as we wrap up episode 31, the first episode of season two. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of GTB. If you're enjoying this podcast, feel free to head on over to Apple Podcasts and rate, review, and subscribe. You can also share this podcast on Instagram and tag me at GiveThemTheBirdPodcast. I will see you back here next week for another episode, but in the meantime, go give them the bird.